You're listening to the No Hacks Marketing Podcast. Each week, we take a deep dive into online marketing topics covering search, content, CRO, social, and performance optimization to help you level up your marketing. No hacks, no shortcuts, only long-term success. Here are your hosts, Slobodan Manich and Katherine Kambau. Welcome to another episode of No Hacks Marketing Podcast, the place where we talk about website optimization a lot. And you know, a non-optimized website is bad, not only for the users and how the search engines will treat you, but also for the environment. To talk about website optimization and the environmental impact of bloated websites, I have two special guests today, Katarina Meraner, Senior Data Scientist at Wright, and Markus Tandla, Managing Director, also at Wright, also European Search and Personality of the Year for 2017. Welcome to the podcast. It's a pleasure to have you on. Thank you, Slavodan. Thank you so much for the invite. It's a huge honor to be a guest here. Thank you. Before we start talking about environmental impact and, and bloated website, Marcus, you've been in SEO for a long time. Like you're one of the first people, f- first generation of people that started doing SEO. Let's put it that way. You founded SEO Oktoberfest in 27, right? Is there anything in SEO that worked in 27, worked well, that still works today? A good optimized software, a good optimized uh, website, great content, does the job. Did the job back then? Does the job still now? As did, a, did anything I, change then? Did anything uh, change? I mean, like, obviously, a, a lot of stuff changed, but I think Google has always been on the same trajectory to basically reward quality, quality in almost like every sense of the world. If, uh, as a quality website, quality content, quality links pointing to your site, whatever, right? So, and I think Google has always been on that tra- trajectory. But I mean, like, obviously, back in the days, they were not able to do a lot of this stuff. This was just so much computational work you would need to have done, which was just not possible at that time, but which has become possible and is actually like, yeah, it's, it's, it's re- re- ramping up like, like really, really fast. And it finally makes Google really able to reward quality beyond the traditional ranking factors and yeah, SEO 101 that we all learned, right? Um, because it's not really the machine that has taken over and really trying to reward the quality and really like looking, you know, what's the best result for the user because Google doesn't want to rank the site uh, the best that does the best SEO, but in, in, in rather the, the, the one that, that's the best result for the user. User. And and Google has done a tremendous job, and I think yeah, it's a, it's a whole different ballgame these days. These days, they have evolved for sure. I mean, the, the people always get, go back to keyword stuffing. You know, that that was like the first. Thing. It, it was before two thousand seven, I believe. It was, it was way way back in the day. But, but, but was... you remember, I mean, like you've been an SEO journal, right? You remember we Google just had this course, that marketing course, where they were actually advocating for keyword density, right? It was just but so that, funny. that uh, they <laughs> didn't know how to analyze better, like you said. They, they yeah, have course, better but... ways of underst- understanding the page, I guess, is, is really yeah. what, what they're doing and the content. So the two of you uh, work, you're from Write. Write is the, the number one platform for website user experience. It, it really yeah. it analyzes your that's what I heard. It analyzes your website. It, it tells you where the issues are and how to fix them and, and the, the carbon footprint. We'll get into that later. So tell me about two of you. Uh, Catherine, I want to start with you. How did you end up with Write? What is your role with Write? 
So as you already said, I'm senior data scientist. So I'm analyzing all our data. I'm, I'm coming up with interesting features. I see also for the carbon footprint, so the right website carbon KPI. And it's, it's really what I love to do is analyzing data, visualizing them, finding really cool insights in your data. So my background then is actually in natural science and I studied meteorology and did a PhD in climate change and it's but what I learned is that I really want to work with data and I'm always joking that it's not so different what I'm doing now than then before I was working on a time series of temperature so how temperature evolves at a certain point and now I'm looking at the time series of clicks it's, right yeah but also analyzing what is raising the temperatures globally, right? With, with, with the carbon neutral program. Uh, Marcus, you're one of the founders or the founder of, of Right, managing director today. So mm -hmm. 2012 is when you started. Why did you start Right? Like, what was the idea? Back uh, by, the, by the way, just to clarify this, so we've been four founders and I'm actually not the managing director anymore. I okay. actually stepped down from the managing director the role with the last fundraising round, which was early 2021. And I'm the chief evangelist. But basically, okay. I'm, I'm still doing the same thing that I've been doing over the years. And 90% of my work is like really helping our customers, working with our customers very closely and basically doing SEO every single day. So every single day I have at least two of our customers that I'm talking to, that I'm looking over the data together with them and just like, like being a smart ass, right? <laughs> like, like we're looking at the data and like, what, what can I find? What can I see? How can I like, 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 like try to have an impact, try to help them as best as I can. And, and this is just me. I'm just not a managing director. I'm just, I'm just not a manager, right? I'm, right. I'm, I'm just, I'm just not a boss. And, and I love this. I have no direct reports. I don't want any direct reports. I have a great <sighs> boss, so to speak, as the head of our customer success team. And I love being managed and I can really focus on what I can do best and where I have the most impact for right, which is helping, helping our customers. That, um, that's the good life. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love it. I mean, I love my job because as you can imagine, I, I see amazing data every single day from amazing companies. And I just, as I said, I can't just be the smartest. I don't have to write Jira tickets or anything, right? I can just look at the data and say, hey, you know, we should try this. Could we do this? And like work a lot strategically and stuff like this. So it's, 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 it's like the, it's like an agency, but, but without the bad parts and just, right. just good parts. So I love my life right now. It's really just cool. The, yeah. the designated expert. Yeah. It's, it's also, what it sounds like. And also, I mean, like, in, I'm in the very luxurious position to have Andy as our managing director who really embraces this topic. You mentioned SEO Toberfest, but maybe you also know Bits and Pretzels. This is something that Andy started. My three years ago, there was Barack Obama coming to Bits and Pretzels, so which is focused on startup, startup culture in Germany. And he really pushed this topic forward. And he, he really loves this. He, as he really loves about building a company. And so it's a very luxurious situation to have someone. I've been working together with over 18 years now who I completely trust and, and who knows me really well, who I know really well, and who can who I can 100% trust on running the company and really focusing on what I can do best instead of you know having someone where I could, as a founder, I could never let go really because right. I'm like worried about what this guy might do. But here it is like he does an incredible job. He's a fantastic uh, CEO. And so, yeah, I'm very happy that I can do yeah what I can do best. And only the only thing I can do best, which is my wife always says the same as well. <laughs> like I can only do SEO. It's like, oh, right? <laughs> I'm fine with that. <laughs> hey, absolutely. If you have one thing you're great at, stick yeah. to that. Never, never change that. So the main topic today is, is carbon neutral website and the environmental impact of, of website and mostly 
bloated website because if you have a lean page that only loads what it needs to load it's a necessity everything on top of that i would say is it, just a luxury that's going to do some harm one way or another so how much of a problem is internet and all the gadgets and all the supporting systems today globally how much do they contribute to the, the to the climate change it is a huge problem it's a huge problem that yeah up until now nobody really talks about you know data volume and the associated energy usage of the internet is increasing at a rapid pace uh, except by the pandemic you know right. and the internet is predicted to contribute to a staggering 7% of global greenhouse emissions by 2025 2025, this is in three years. And according to the BBC, the carbon footprint of our gadgets, the internet, the supporting systems make up around 3.7% of global greenhouse emissions already. And wow. there's a similar amount produced by the airline industry, right? We've all been bitching about the airline industry, right? And, and this is almost the exact same amount. Actually, in 2017, the Swiss Federal Institute of Technology in Zurich, they found out that modern computers consume almost as much power as the first home computers did almost 30 years ago. But and this goes to show that just because moderns uh, that just because modern computers are faster, it doesn't mean they are more efficient. And that's really right. a huge problem here. And and these facts just show just how much the internet and digitalization are contributing to global warming, something that many of us probably never thought much about. But the evidence is now simply too overwhelming to keep quiet about this issue. We need to face up the fact that our daily working lives, our marketing campaigns, and our website themselves are contributing to global warming with their energy consumption. And it's finally time to do something about it. That's the the result of the culture of more. And do you want fries with that? Like if, if you throw free stuff and you can do more for, for the same amount of money, people will do that. And I'll just compare the airline industry and the internet. You mm -hmm. see the airplane and that's why people talk about it. You don't see the server running and heating up somewhere. I don't know, wherever they put them. I mean, Sweden, they put them north of Sweden, like Facebook has data centers because they don't need to cool them, but they still emit, emit the heat. So I think what, what can we do? Like, what can people do about this problem? I think, first of all, they also need to know about it. So if we're looking at a German, so the digital footprint of a person living in Germany, it's just so digital. I mean, it's just by consuming online media, using our end devices, etc. Then we have a, a 0.85 tons of carbon dioxide per year. And then if we compare that, what usually people say, but it's um, climate friendly, this is just two tons per year. And so if, if half of that already is done by just us being on the internet, having data centers, as I said, in Sweden and everywhere on the world, just that we can uh, watch Netflix, surf on the internet, write emails, have voice calls, it's really a huge factor. And it's, and it is, uh, for me, it's always Every one of us needs to be concerned about this and needs to see that this is a huge problem. And usually you are thinking about video streaming. And yes, video streaming is also a huge part, but usually you're not thinking about a website. So when you're surfing just internet and also this one consumes just a huge amount of energy. And then it means also contributes to or emits carbon CO2. Sadly, that is true. But hey, Netflix is losing subscribers, so that's a green future, right? I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> Someone else will take, <laughs> will take over shows. I, uh, I love your optimism there. I love your optimism. It's yeah. false optimism. It's uh, not yeah. real. <laughs> I, I, I mean, 
there's no way to fix this because before it becomes a real first-hand problem for most people. Like, people will not. That's just my pessimistic look at, at things. Until we first-hand experience the effects of global warming, and a lot of people do, but Western Europe, where we are, where you are, where I'm located, we don't really see that. Like, it's not really that bad. It will be. I'm sure it will be. And that's when, may hopefully, hopefully, we'll react. Yes, Marcus. And, and and can I just add something? I mean, like we're talking about what can you do, right? And I think you know, making the internet carbon neutral, or just making a website carbon neutral, is not something you can do overnight. It requires right. investment, expertise, and time. But the first step to carbon neutral neutrality is a very small one. It's awareness. Being aware of your website's carbon consumption can help you start a conversation with your colleagues, your managers, and clients, and then leading the way to a greener future. So I think this is the first step, and this is already doing what we're doing here, talking with you, you know, raising awareness. And I think this is really the crucial first step that we have to take right now. And this is where right website carbon KPI comes into play, right? This is the, yeah. the metric that you have that measures impact of a web page, right, to 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 global emissions. So, how is that calculated? What does it represent? So we are looking here at three different parts of a website. So we are including the energy which is consumed by a user. So when you are looking at your end device on a website, it's also considering the energy consumed by a data center, such as for hosting your website. And of course, the, the thing which is connecting those to the network. So when, in, when data is transferred through the network from the data center to your end device. So we have these three three different parts and user network data center. And one study also shows that 55% of the whole energy consumption from the internet and telecommunication industry just goes into those three factors. Wow. So they are a huge part of it. And from those three, let's say rather rough parts, we of course also am considering many individual factors. So like user behavior or technical details of a website and also transfer behavior. So if you're just giving two examples, if you're using a laptop that consumes much more energy if you're using your mobile phone. So if you right. imagine you're looking at the same website on your laptop or on your mobile phone, it's a difference there. Or another one we also consider in different connection type. So if you're having your mobile phone in, in Wi-Fi, it's more energy efficient than if you're just outside in your 4G network. So this is really where we are taking individual factors. We're really looking down, what are the users doing? So how much time they are, for example, spending on our website, of course, how large is your website? This is, of course, one of the main factors, just how much data is transferred through the internet, but also what kind of device you're using it. Is this in a Wi-Fi or it's in just mobile um, connection? So it's really taking a lot of different factors into account. But from a standpoint of a website owner or manager, just tightening up, having a leaner website is definitely going to let's say something like lazy loading iframes or images below the fold, like even something as stupidly simple as that can make a difference, right? Exactly. Everything. So everything makes a difference. And that's, I think, also what I also wanted to say before and with the digital footprint, every one of us can make a difference also. Right, right. So, and you mentioned streaming and, and browsing and, you know, scrolling through 
getting with exactly. videos on Instagram and stuff like that. If you're doing that and you take a reusable bag to the supermarket, you're not really being as as useful as you think you are <laughs> or kind to the environment. So that, but one you can see, the other one you cannot see. And I think that is the biggest, that's why awareness, like you said, Marcus, awareness, 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 this is where it starts. And hopefully this is how we tackle this problem. I mean, you guys are doing it. So you have that right website, Carbon KPI, let's say, and I have signed up for trial. I'm looking at it here. You sign up for that, you, you, you do the calculation and, and what happens next? How do you go carbon neutral after you know what the problem is? So as we basically, after you calculated, the, oh, sorry, we give you, we provide you with the opportunity to offset this carbon consumption by taking part in a carbon offset project led by Climate Partner. That's our partner here. Climate Partner is a company committed to improving the living conditions of people, animals, the biosphere by taking ambition climate action every day globally. They're really cool. They are carbon offset projects engage people and stimulate local development on top of protecting the environment. Actually, the carbon offset project led by Climate Partner that we are a part of is actually based in Eastern Nicaragua, where Alea Solis is coming from. I like one of the most famous SEOs, I guess. We all love it. So it's based in Eastern Nicaragua and involves planting native species of giant clumping bamboo. This is one of the most efficient biological tools for fighting climate change. And this project has already transformed a degraded landscape into a flourishing and biodiverse ecosystem. I think so far over 1 million plants have been planted covering over 2,000 hectares while protecting an additional 1,000 hectares of old forest as a conservative zone. So it's really a cool project and there's nothing, there's no money to be made for, for us here, right? This is really just a, as a, a something we do for the greater good, so to speak. And you mentioned Aleda, SEO FOMO is the newsletter you want to subscribe to if you want your SEO emails on sun, Sunday it. evenings. But yes. It, 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 no, no, not you. People who are listening to the podcast. I, I, I also, I'm also but, a big fan. I but mean, you like, subscribe. I'm not telling you to subscribe to something that, that, that you probably were yeah. one of the first people on. Uh, so yes, so, so Climate Partner and, and then it's basically about offsetting the damage done by the website that you guys are calculating using the, the right website carbon KPI. But that's one step of education. You, you do the damage, you undo the damage. The other part is, and that's what Write is about as a platform for optimizing a website user experience is minimizing the damage. And, and what are the ways that Write, the platform, can help you understand where you stand, help you minimize the damage done by your website? Yes, of course, it's uh, offsetting, as I said, is one part, but we really want also to reduce the carbon emission done by website. And really here, you have a lot of different tools provided by Right, which you can use. And just overall, you want to reduce your file size. You want to make the visits count so that you are um, focusing on, on visits with counting and not, to, for example, removing broken pages. It's one where it's just, yeah, they are not counting. They are not making a difference. You want to find pages or images without compression so that you can reduce them. You want to find large pages so that you can also reduce their, where, for example, example, huge video is already playing. So that's what you're also saying. Lazy loading. Those are just some of the examples we have on right. But it's it's you have really a lot of uh, things you can do there. And I also can tell you that currently we are also working on an improved version of the whole website carbon KPI. And this and there is also the goal to have a to help our customer really to show the most urgent problems and what how they can solve them. 
Right. And, and you have three sections in the platform, website success, content success, and search success. So I'm guessing, yes, you want to say something? Yeah, you actually have the old navigation. This is funny. So we actually launched oh, uh, I do? Suite version six a, just a couple of weeks back. So, and you now saying you still have the old concept of website success, search success, content success. That's actually the old structure. So we, we actually, I mean, like we're not about SEO, right? I mean, we're about website user experience. Right. For us, it's about six pillars. Search engine optimization, obviously being a very important point, but quality assurance, web performance, sustainability, what we're talking about right now, accessibility, and also compliance. I mean, like GDPR, right. big topic, obviously, in Europe. So these are the six pillars. And now this also reflects, finally, in our new Write 6 version software and also in the navigation. So we definitely have to upgrade you to the new, <laughs> to the new navigation that you can see how that uh, how this is being assembled there. Right. So, so essentially, Write is about just fixing your website in, in every way it can be fixed. Essentially. Website user experience. Yes, this is what yes, yes, yes. And this, I think this is a great thing about all these sustainability. I like every measure I take, every action I take regarding sustainability, making my website more sustainable. I think there's a like big likelihood it also improves the UX by just loading faster, right? And stuff like this, because or not loading stuff that doesn't need to be loaded at, at least at that certain point and stuff like this. So, so everything you do now also has an impact, effect on the user experience. And this is, I think, why it ties so well into the whole, uh, into the whole concept, yeah. I, I think it does. And, and the, the biggest, the biggest, one of the biggest things about user experience, this is what Google tried to let people, make people aware of with Core Web Vitals. A slow <laughs> page is poor user experience and they're doing it for different reasons. I'm guessing they're saving energy for, for, for Googlebot crawling the pages, not wasting as much time. I'm guessing that that's a huge financial impact and probably one of the reasons why Google is doing this is just me speculating. I don't have any information to back that up, but it makes sense. But also they don't want to send a user to a page with poor user experience. And this is why finally slow page is bad, bad for SEO. And that's how people are starting to look at it and, and want to make it faster. So I want to ask you one more thing, the impact of third-party scripts in particular on, mm-hmm. on environment, on, on, on emissions and on user experience. Like how bad is the situation there and, and what can people do about maybe being more selective about what they put on the website and, and, or just aware to start with? Yeah, in this case, I would go one step further than awareness. So really, I mean, like this, this, this goes into the thing. I mean, like when we started coding websites, right? When I started in 1996, you, 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 you would use everything you would get, right? Yeah. And all the, the, the marquee blinking stuff, whatever, right? And, and to a certain point, this is still the case. I mean, like look at very bloated WordPress templates, right? So for example, um, you're loading all these different JavaScripts in the loading process that enable you to just, you know, flip a switch and you immediately have a slider on your page. Why would anyone want to have a slider? Don't ask me, right? But 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 that's the case, right? So you have a very easy way to integrate cool stuff into your website, right? right? But that also means if you don't use that stuff, it's still being loaded, right? So this is really stuff you, you just need to get out, right? And so it's 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 not just third-party scripts, but, but, but basically everything which is not needed at that certain point when right. the person is watching that, right? He's interacting with this, if he wants to do certain things. Obviously, this is the time to get that stuff loaded. I mean, you mentioned this before with lazy, lo- lazy loading and everything, but but also just having a YouTube video on the, on the page, in the bottom of the page. Nobody's looking at 
recommended YouTube video, but you're still loading it. You're still loading the player, right? There's concepts like facades who can help you with that stuff. And it looks almost exactly the same, but it saves so much, so much data. Um, as a, so much data usage. Yep. <laughs> English is hard. <laughs> the, the YouTube library is massive. Just for anyone listening yeah. to this, the YouTube library that's loaded by your footer video that nobody will watch. I guarantee yeah. you, nobody will watch. The yeah. library is just so massive. And I mean, that really what I've been doing for the last year and a half is, is speeding up websites. That, that's my main area of work. And, and the stuff people have on is just mind boggling. I, I worked on a client website last week or the week before. They use a WordPress team. You mentioned WordPress. I, I, I was a WordPress developer for 10 years. I was mad about this 10 years ago and and i'm still mad about how how it's done with with those do-it-all themes and and everything the main theme the, the theme has a 60 667 kilobyte javascript file that's loaded in every page and that's that's several books like literally several books of code loaded every time and not only loaded because javascript it's ex it's parsed it's executed it slows you down it blocks it's bad for the user bad for the environment and a 340 kilobyte css file loaded in every wow. page you, wow. that's more than bootstrap i mean it has bootstrap in it okay that, that, that's why and, and and every time someone loads the page it's just bad that's what happens and People building these WordPress websites on their own or with small agencies or, or contractors are not aware of this. And, and that's why I hope, that's why I wanted to have this episode and, and what you guys are doing with, with, with the Carbon Neutral program. People need to know about this because it's going to be a bigger problem before it's solved. Like, I have no doubt about that. So yeah, some final words about this. Like, Where can people get started with, how to get started with Write? How to start using Write? How do you start using Write? Go to yes. Write.com, sign up, you know, just try it out and uh, let's get started. As a, this, is, this is all you need to do. It's very straightforward. It's the very link easy. will be in the yeah. description, by the way. Yeah, yeah, you get this, so you get the full 360 trial for seven days. So it's, 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 it's really cool without any limitations. You can, uh, you can try it out yourself and just, just get going and uh, yeah, get in contact with me if you're like, really, okay, no, I really want to get it going. Let's, yeah, let's make that happen. Yeah. That is amazing. And, yeah. And if I can just end with a plea real quick, you know what I mean? Show your customers you care about the planet and not just about making money, you know? Help us make the world a better place. Help us to start a conversation. Help us to make the internet carbon neutral. That is a fascinating way to end this episode. I, I want to thank you both for being on the podcast. This is, this is an important... Look, I, every episode is important, but this one is more important than the others because of the, the, the effect this problem has on the planet and on our environment so thank you again and to everyone listening go to write.com sign up for a full feature trial seven days of all the features including the right website carbon kpi you can see where you stand and not only that right can help you identify all the pain points that your website has and and the things you need to fix so katarina marcus thank you very much for being on the podcast and to everyone listening i hope you enjoyed the episode and learned a lot please consider rating and reviewing this episode i will talk to you next week thanks for listening to no hacks marketing if you enjoyed this episode we'd appreciate it if you can leave a rating on any of your favorite podcast platforms visit nohacksmarketing.com to subscribe